0: Hey everybody, this is Claudio Miranda from Linux Basement. And on this, the second episode in my series, How I Upgraded My PC, I wanted to cover the motherboard that I finally decided to go with. Now, if you recall, on my first episode, we covered the processor that I purchased. And that one was the AMD Phenom 2 X4 965 Black Edition. So this one has four cores overall... And the black edition means that it's tailor-made for overclocking. Now, personally, I won't be overclocking this processor at all. Uh, I don't, I don't have a need for that right now. Given the fact that um, I'm upgrading from an old AMD Athlon XP 2400, so I think the stock speed will be just fine for me. But I wanted to get a board that would that would support this processor. Now around the time I started doing the research for this, I heard rumblings of uh, uh a new motherboard chipset for the AMD processors uh called the AM3 Plus. The ones that are out now are the AM3. So that plus signifies that this for the AM the plus on the AM3 plus signifies that on top of supporting these these current processors and the one that i have they will also be supporting the upcoming bulldozer processors from amd now this was i would say about a month ago that i started hearing about this there was uh, some trade show around that time i don't remember the name so please don't ask me <laughs> but anyway they were the the motherboard manufacturers were announcing am3 plus motherboards as for the release date it seemed that they were pushed <laughs> they were pushed up as far as the release date so the final uh, the final word was around middle of summer or late summer and about a month ago i was not about to wait up until july or august so i said i'm going to have to buy what's out now and given the fact that it's probably by the time when it come when they come out they're going to be more expensive than i can afford so i can afford these am3 boards so i'm going to go and stick with those so, I decided to hit up the the same Anantech article that I did last time for the processor, which was that holiday, the 2010 holiday guide. And at the time, they did have the board listed, but it seems to have changed because the way I had my notes set up, I was going to lead on to uh, how how this was supported under Linux. So, it's not listed there anymore, but you can still use that guide to just kind of give you a guide of what to look for in your upgrades. So at the time, like I said, they were listing the... Uh, the one that caught my eye was the ASRock, that's A-S-R-O-C-K, 890FX Deluxe 3 Motherboard. And they said that... They, they pretty much talked about ASRock a little bit. They, they were saying that the, uh, the company is, is looking to enter the enthusiast market and has actually done a pretty good job... And their boards were actually a uh, good bang for the buck. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go with this one. Uh, I didn't want anything with a discrete, uh, I mean, uh, with an integrated video card. So I wanted to look into a discrete video card down the road. And I have one that I can use in the meantime. So I said, this is gonna be the one for me. The price was right. It's about 150, I believe. Uh, and that, actually that price is mentioned In the article. So like I said, I was looking to see if this board was well supported under Linux. So I came across the Pharonix article where they reviewed the the 890FX Deluxe 3 along with another ASRock uh, motherboard that does have an integrated uh, video chipset. And they pretty much gave them a good review. Uh, The support for Linux was pretty good. But, now, this article was from August 10 of 2010. At the time, the only version, and they were using Ubuntu for the test, the only version of Ubuntu that was, uh, that was stable was 10.04 long-term, uh, uh, the LTS version. And that one had the 2.6.32 kernel. And unfortunately, no matter what they tried, they could not get Linux to run on this board, or Ubuntu 10.04 on this board. However, they did manage to get a, at the time, unreleased version of 10.10 running on it, which has the 2.6.35 kernel. So, and I do believe it's pretty obvious that that uh, kernel does have the support for for the AM3 chipset. So, once they did get that pre-release of 10.10 running on there, they were able to do some benchmarks there, and you can check all the benchmarks on the website. But they did say good things about the, about the board. Uh, they say at the end, they say the Asrock 890 FX Deluxe 3, and it, granted, this was back then, can be found for about $150 US at Newegg. And uh, which they say, let's see here, they say that, uh, from Newegg, does make it one of the cheapest AMD 9, 890 FX motherboards available, while boasting not a bad set of features at all. And I have to agree, the features on this board were pretty good. And as far as the details on that, you can check out the review on the Pharonix website. Now, I did eventually come across the, the follow-up to this board. It was the, the next revision of it, and it was the same name. It was the AsRock 890 Effects Deluxe 4, and I found a review, a very well, two detailed reviews. One is on the Anantec website again, and then another one was on the Hardware Secrets website, and they pretty much cover the details to <laughs> to to a T on this one. They're very detailed in the in these articles. That some of them run for for a lot of pages, because I'm sure they cover various aspects of it. Uh, and they, but, but just to make it short and sweet, they do say that they're pretty much identical. The Deluxe 3 and the Deluxe 4 are identical to one another. The only difference being uh, the USB ports, the configuration of those USB ports, and then the, audit, the sound chipset. So just to give a brief overview of the Deluxe 4, uh, it actually has three PCI Express X16 slots, has eight SATA 600 ports, it has four USB 3.0 ports, and then a few other features like a core unlocking utility for those uh, AMD processors that only have four of the six cores unlocked or or something like that. I know that there's one out there, and then this utility just makes it very easy, I think it's like flipping a switch or a change in the BIOS, and you've unlocked the two cores. So anyways, the, uh, what they mention here is that while the Deluxe 3 has all four USB 3.0 ports soldered on the motherboard rear panel, which means everything's all on the back of the board, on the Deluxe 4, two of them are available through a three and a half inch external adapter that you can put on the front panel of your case. Now because of this change the manufacturer could add two USB 2.0 ports on the rear panel of the of the new Deluxe 4 board making it have making it to have 10 USB 2.0 ports instead of 8 like on the Deluxe 3 So aside from having the two extra ports you have the luxury of two of those uh, of of the USB 3.0 ports available on the front of the PC. And I think this is a major advantage, at least for me. Because for podcasting purposes or just for charging my phone or using my Sansa Clip, I don't have to reach to the back of the computer to plug everything in. Everything's accessible right on the front, and I don't really have to go crazy plugging stuff in. It's just plug in, plug out, and get on with my life. So I thought that was a... a, a major advantage over the Deluxe 3. Um, As far as the sound chipset, the Deluxe 3 has the VIA VT2020, while the Deluxe 4 has the Realtek ALC892. Now I looked on the ALSA website to see if either of these were supported, and I didn't see anything saying otherwise, so I'm under the assumption that as of this recording it is supported now i did find some forum threads when i did a google search on these chipsets and for both people seem to have some issues with sound but these threads were a bit dated as i looked at the dates and and they did eventually have solutions to them in the end so i'm not too worried about the sound issue but if anything if i come across any any issues i'll be sure to mention them on the on the third episode um But anyway, so those were, those were, those are the uh, differences between the two boards and what I believe to be an advantage of the Deluxe 4 over the Deluxe 3. Now, with both boards, they did, uh, was that the, the Anantech article did mention that there was an issue where the board had a tendency to overvolt what I believe, they have it abbreviated here as the CPU-NB. I'm assuming that's CPU Northbridge. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> I'm sure it mentions it in the article, but I'm not about to dig around through it. You can go ahead and do that. I'll put these in the show notes. So anyway, that and the memory. So there was an issue for instability with excessive voltages. But as they mentioned, this seems to be an issue uh, with overclocking. And as I mentioned, I will not be overclocking. So I'm not too concerned with that. But like I said, overall, they gave uh, both the Deluxe 3 and the Deluxe 4 which is the one I finally decided upon. Uh, they gave him, uh, overall a good review and, uh, a good bang for the buck. Now, like I said, at the time, the, at the time of the Ferronics article, the Deluxe was selling for about $150 on New As of right now, as of this recording, the Asrock, uh, 890FX Deluxe 4 is selling on Newegg for $154.99 U.S., and that's with $8.50 of shipping. So, I I believe it was a little more expensive. I believe when I looked at it, it was about $160. It was about $159. It may have been a little more expensive, but I figured, well, let me wait and see if the price comes down, because as we get closer to the release date for the AM3 Plus boards, which is... Incidentally, ASRock, the, the, the AM3 Plus motherboard from ASRock will be called the 890FX Deluxe 5. So, just keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, if you decide to go with the Rock, uh brand name. The, uh, I figured as, as we get closer to release of these newer boards, these AM3 boards will come down in price significantly. Uh, I didn't see that happen, but I did come across an open box, uh, an open box item of this same motherboard. And that one was selling for about $120, maybe a little more, but it was around that range. Uh, the only issue I had was with the fact that it was an open box, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be missing anything or what. So I said, let me play it safe. I, you know, I don't want to take a risk here. I'm going to go ahead and wait. And eventually I did manage to find a good time to buy. The board, I believe, went down to... I want to say $150. Let me check real quick here. I have the receipt. Uh, no, I spent about $155. Uh, but it was close to about the price of the Asrock 890FX uh, Deluxe 3. And this is without shipping, so I didn't have to pay shipping where before the price was listed with shipping and it would have made it more expensive. So I figured this was a perfect time to uh, to buy the board, and I went ahead, put out my card, and made the purchase. So I have the board sitting here in a box, and I just have to put it all together. I still need a few components. Uh, I have a video card, like I said, that's a temporary one, but eventually I'd like to do an episode about that one. It won't be... The third in the segment the third it won't be the third segment uh most likely for the for the third segment I'll be covering the the RAM for this particular system uh, This system will be using ddr three ram so that's the particular memory I'll be sticking to, but uh, I know there's a a good number of brand names out there, and I want to make sure that I cover that as well. I have a few in mind that, that I've always stuck with, so I'm going to go ahead and cover that on my third episode. And of course, I have to look into a case as well, but that's later on. So, right now, uh, be sure to check out the links that I provide in the show notes, uh, read the reviews on this particular board if it interests you, uh, check out the guide. I know it doesn't list the, the any of the Astrak boards anymore, but... But, uh, or at least the ones covered in this episode. But you can uh, you can still use it as a guide for for building a system. They 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 always list uh, some of the good motherboards. And like I said, it was edited. So that other board they have listed there might be of interest. Might even be better than the one I've picked. But uh, anyway, that's the board I picked. And uh, for episode three, I hope to cover the RAM. And so I look forward to you guys listening in. And I thank you for, for listening. If you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, any gripes, whatever it may be, uh, you can reach me at, uh, claudio at com. That's my email. You can also reach me on Identica as Claudio M or on Twitter as Claudio M72. And those are the numbers. Uh, Again, feel free to contact me. You can also uh, post comments once this episode is up on Hacker Public Radio. And until next time, I hope you guys have fun in your upgrading adventures. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.